0: No matter their skill or prowess, the people in life are countless. So we pray you heed our request, enjoy this tale of sidekicks and psychwells side side and west, 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 and side west, quest, west, and, west, 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 and west. West. Episode one an introduction to the Levitating Platter. Hello, and welcome to Sidekicks and Sidequests, the Dungeons and Dragons podcast that helps to put humans back into humanity and breathe life into your campaign NPCs with backstory and bravado. That's right, we're building a world, one character at a time. I am your host, Kurt Krenwelge, the Bardic Paladin, and welcome to the Levitating Platter. <laughs> Hello! So this, I suppose, is my first official episode, so hello to all of you listeners, whether you are uh, brand new to the stuff that I do online, or uh, you hung around from the old podcast that I used to do with my best friend Anson, uh, called Blank Tape. I decided uh, that I was going to strike it out and try something solo, something niche, something that I don't think anyone else... On the interwebs was doing, hence the idea for sidekicks and side quests, and particularly for this uh, in- inaugural episode, I just kind of wanted to take some time to uh, explain the fictional setting and the concept of the show, so that way, uh, as time goes forward, and uh, you know, I get to talk to more guests, possibly just do more one-on-one stuff. Whether that's uh, exploring my own homebrew setting, uh, maybe Q&A, or anything like that, depending on how involved the community would like to be, um, will determine the content. So right there at the ending spiel, uh, not the ending spiel, but the intro spiel rather, uh, you heard me say, welcome to the levitating platter, and you might be like, um, uh, what is that? Am am I, am I in a homebrew setting or what's going on? Yes, you are correct. You are in a homebrew setting, uh, that I've been working on the last five years, ever since I moved to Dallas and fully submerged into, uh, the fifth edition of the game. So as I was getting, uh, acclimated to Dallas and I found myself a group of friends and then we would go um, to the local Flying Saucer, which is a beer emporium chain, uh, here throughout the southern United States, I believe. And, um, you know, it's got a UFO theme and the idea is, you know, if you join the UFO club, every 200 different kinds of beer that you drink, um, you get to put a plate up on the wall. So, uh, fast forward as I'm spending time with them and I, you know, tell them, Hey, I run Dungeons and Dragons. I'd love to start up a new group and they, they dug it. And so I got to work on, uh, thinking of a town and I said, well, every good town needs a, a good, uh, tavern, a good inn to start. And I thought that since my group, uh, started their adventures in uh, somewhat similar kind of establishment as the weekly place that we would go to normally, I decided to shamelessly, uh, parody, uh, my favorite, uh, haunting weekly haunting spot and change the name to the levitating platter. Um, so it's in this town called Alchester and it's run by a rather interesting character named Randolph. And Randolph is obviously a parody of Gandalf, the gray, the white, and, um, he's an arch wizard, but he runs a tavern that has levitating platters. It wasn't until just recently that it clicked with me and I figured out why that was. I thought, oh, maybe he spent a lot of money and enchanted a bunch of platters that would just kind of float around the establishment. You'd put your money on the platter and tell it what you wanted. And magically, um, the items would appear that you had ordered. Um, so that way Randolph didn't have to worry about wait staff and stuff like that. Um, it wasn't until literally last week that I figured out what it was. So there is a physical building in the town uh, that is the levitating platter. However, because he's an archwizard, Randolph has permanently affixed a magnificent mansion spell to his property. So what that means is on the outside, it's a regular building. It has space and it takes up uh, the area there in the town. But once you cross the threshold, you actually are entering into a pocket dimension and all the effects of the Magnificent Mansion spell apply. So there are unseen servants that are carrying platters all around, hence the name for the Levitating Platter. And Randolph has a fun, cool place where he can make a lot of income uh, for the goods and services that he is able to, to charge and, and have available there in his magnificent mansion. And, uh, yeah. And he has a nice clerk named, uh, Mr. Underhill that helps him run the place. And because it's a magnificent mansion, Randolph is able to, uh, change the inside of it, uh, at a, at a whim at a moment's notice. So I kind of like to think of it as kind of like a TARDIS, uh, tavern, if you will. So why am I telling you all about this place? Well, one, because it's in the intro, of the show. And two, it's what I like to imagine uh, for the exercise of this podcast that my fictitious version of myself has entered this world as a bardic paladin with my name. And uh, because the archwizard wizard uh, Randolph is a master of the magical arts, uh, he is able to open a portal, or open a rift, if you will, uh, to our common world. And so when I'm interviewing my friends, they're crossing the threshold. They're entering this pocket dimension, kind of like a podcast is sort of like a pocket dimension. And we're just having a chat. And uh, what is the format of the show? So it's uh, the aim of the show is to be 30 minutes. Uh, So the first half is where I introduce my guest and I do a short interview Uh, with my guests, if you listen to the finale episode of blank tape, I kind of went into a little more detail about my kind of ethos and thinking. Um, but I just, you know, just like you'd walk into a tavern and if you're an especially extroverted person, kind of like myself, you might feel comfortable just walking into a bar, sitting next to someone, and just getting to know them. Now, I understand not everyone is uh, comfortable with just spilling their life out before you, which is why I tried to condense this into a you know a short segment to get to learn a little bit more about someone else, and uh, you know, and appreciate that person and and what they have to bring to the table, what they have to bring uh, in life. Then the next half of the show or the next segment rather is what I'm calling the NPC creation. And this is where we go through a creative exercise of generating an NPC. We give, uh, that, that character, a name, an ancestry, a job. Uh, we determine how old they are. We describe their physical appearance. We assign adjectives to them. We determine is what's a valuable thing that they have on their person. What's a side quest uh, that they would hire adventurers to do? And why am I asking all this? And why is this the niche topic of the show? Well, it's because, you know, uh, as dungeon masters, we get busy from time to time and you know sometimes your players want to talk to everyone in the world well uh if you're overtaxed or you know you didn't uh uh think that they were going to take that left turn instead of the right turn uh you might have to think up of someone on the spot well that's really good it's good to work those muscles and be flexible and uh but sometimes you know sometimes you're just like ah that's bob or ah that's jane or that's sally and it's like, or that's Gronk, and it's like, okay, well, who are they? I want to know more. And then you're sweating bullets, and you're you're trying to pull stuff out of the air, and you're trying to throw spaghetti at the wall and see what sticks. Um, but in doing this, I'm trying to help out the community. I'm just saying, hey, here's a fun NPC character we've created. I don't know how your game world works, whether you're using Uh, published material that's already out there, or you're homebrewing your own thing. Um, I just want to give you an NPC, collaboratively, that has been worked on. And uh, I just want to share it with the world. And I'd love to see, um, you know, fan art and stories and adventures and see where these NPCs go and how they're used in different games. I know... Uh, because of the canon universe that's out there, there are a lot of big NPC names out there in the uh, published universe that people are familiar with. You've got, you know, uh, Dritzt, and you've got, you know, Acquisitions Incorporated. You've got Critical Role. You know, these are some big name NPCs that a lot of people in the hobby are familiar with. So all I'm trying to do is just add my little uh, resource Uh, and make it available on the internet for everyone. So that way you don't have to sweat it. And Dungeon Masters, this isn't just for you necessarily. Maybe you have a player character that's struggling to uh, find a hook in their backstory. Well, they can come to this show and, uh, you know, they can listen along and maybe they can get inspired. Maybe they decide, hey, I really like that NPC that was on the show. I'm going to incorporate them into my backstory. Great. That's awesome. Let us know um, how they're doing. And then uh, after we've gone through that whole exercise of creating an NPC, we go to the random encounter. What's the random encounter? Simply put, it's just a role play exercise. I try to take the persona of someone in the scene and then I ask my guest to voice and take on the mannerisms uh, of the NPC that's been created. And we just do a short role play system to kind of help give an ex- a possible example of how this character might be interpreted. And uh, yeah, so, you know, you could be uh, impersonating an animal. You could be impersonating a villain. Maybe you're impersonating a shopkeeper. Who knows? But we want to try and give you um, some context, some reference. And uh, that way you can know... Uh, how this character works out. I know at this point, I have had an opportunity to record a couple of episodes, and I can tell you the random encounter was good. Sometimes uh, characters were generated randomly by tables, so we had no idea who the character was initially going in. Um, And so through this uh, process of rolling randomly and coming up with the story for the character, uh, my guests were able to... Uh, Personify those characters. They didn't necessarily all use voices, or sometimes they had hard times finding accents, but just by real, by, uh, figuring out and determining what is, you know, what are adjectives that are described to them? What are their, what's a valuable thing they hold? What's a side quest they're trying to get the heroes to go on? Um, I find that's a good way to lock into the character and, uh, you know, make them a memorable, uh, point of reference, uh, for your player characters to follow up with perhaps in the future. So that they're not just a, a one note, uh, background extra actor, if you will. And then after we've gone through the role play exercise, I just have a final thoughts section where I ask, you know, my guests how, what they thought of their experience. Um, and you know, if there's anything that they want to plug, especially if they've got, uh, you know, stuff going on, Uh, In the internet sphere, uh, I just want to make sure I give a platform and allow people to, uh, you know, promote their stuff. And then we close with an outro. Um, And yeah, that's pretty much uh, how a bog-standard episode will go. There you have it. There's the skinny of how uh, the podcast works and kind of a setting lore uh, reasoning for the Levitating Platter. And so now... Uh, Now that I feel like we've gone through uh, this explanation, this introduction, let me go ahead and read out the outro to you. And then after this, uh, you're going to get two dedicated uh, mini-sodes, if you will, and I'm just going to follow the NPC creation exercise, and I'm going to outline Randolph, the Arch Wizard, and I'm going to outline Mr. Underhill, the Halfling Clerk, who works at the Levitating Platter for Randolph, the Wizard. So... Thank you for listening to this episode of Sidekicks and Sidequests. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcast or Overcast. You can also save the RSS feed to the app of your choice. I ask that you please leave an honest review on iTunes to help spread the word. Please follow the podcast by searching for at SideKQPodcast on Twitter and Facebook. I have created a subreddit, which you can find at r slash SideKQPodcast. If you'd like to get in contact with me for inquiries, questions, or comments, feel free to send me an email at sidekicksandsidequests, all one word, at gmail.com. Sidekicks and Sidequests is unofficial fan content permitted under the fan content policy, meaning I'm not approved or endorsed by Wizards. Portions of the materials used are property of Wizards of the Coast. Copyright Wizards of the Coast, LLC. Thank you for your support, and I'll see you at the pub next time. Bar to rock on one, two...